Life Podcast, where we have conversations about organ, tissue, and eye donation. I'm Lori Steele. I'm Sally Gentry. And I'm the real Joey Boudreaux. Oh, hey. Joey's back. Good to <laughs> see you. It is we good have to be been back. searching. Where have you been? I've had the flu, another virus, another virus, and then whew, I'm finally getting over it. I have a little bit of the cough, so stay away. Uh-oh. But uh, but I'm still I'm much better. Now listen, you're lucky back. you came back because Kirsten. She was really over. doing a fine oh, job there. She even tried the accent. Moving me out of my seat here. Yeah. yeah. She, she threw the accent in there. She threw some two-step in, some Cajun terms. <laughs> Watch right. it. And we're believing his story, though. That's what we're going with. He was, well, yeah, yeah, might as well. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. Well, anything so, else. What okay. is it if you repeat it three times, then it's it must the truth. be truth? He's selling it pretty heavy over there, the so sell. we'll go with it. We'll go with it. <laughs> well, look, while you were out, Joe, Sally and I made some <laughs> executive decisions. <laughs> and on this episode, we're going to change things up a little right yeah have some fun a little different a little intrigue forward to it it's going to be awesome of course we're going to want everybody's feedback to see how this flows but look you can still find us out there easy you certainly can you can find us on apple Podcasts, google play or whatever your favorite podcast app may be yeah a lot of what we talk about you can find on our social media sites on facebook we're donate life louisiana twitter instagram at donate life la and hey hey the hotline is hot (laughs) 504-648-3477. And I do want to throw in at this point, somebody did call me that I had talked with this donor's mother back in 2002 when he was a donor. I have not heard from this lady in all these years. And she said, I was listening to the podcast. And that's why I wanted to call and just say hello and let you know that I'm still doing okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? Well, you are a voice of comfort for so many over all these years. It's amazing. Isn't that nice of you to say? Thank you. I like that. And and we like the connection being made. So call our hotline, drop us a line. We may use that audio here on The Gifted Life. Let's get started. Okay, so Joe, we told you we made some decisions and we had a little fun, oh, right? Lord. Changing right. it up a little oh. bit. So our producer on The Gifted Life, Shalon Caraway, we sent her on a, a little trip, huh, Sal? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's that's on right. location I to make it sound up. official, <laughs> right? She enjoyed herself, came back with some great insights, a lot of emotion on this trip, right? Oh, yeah. You don't know where we sent her, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> you want to know? I don't, know? actually. Want yeah, to hear all the scoop? Absolutely. I can't wait to hear it. Let's do it. Let's do it now. Every boy has heroes growing up. People who inspire them to go after their dreams and to be the best person they can be. For seven-year-old James Melton Jr., those heroes included his dad and NASCAR racers. But no one could have predicted how little James would first meet one of those heroes through a heartfelt video that was sent to him. Hello, Milton family. Joey Geese here. I just want to let you know how sorry I am to hear about James passing. I hope knowing that he was an organized tissue donor and was able to help save and improve the lives of so many has given your family some comfort. I know it did for my family and I, knowing how many lives my mom was able to help. 
I also hear that you guys are huge NASCAR fans, so one day I hope to see you all at the track, and especially you, James Jr. This is where the story of our journey with this family and Joey Gase began. In April, Joey would be at the Texas Motor Speedway in Fort Worth, Texas for an Xfinity Series race. I was set to travel and cover the race and also be with the Melton family along with two other of my colleagues. I was completely out of my element. Lopa and the Gifted Life podcast sponsored a portion of Joey's number 52 car. The Melton family would get to see their hero's picture, one of James Sr. holding his sweet son, James Jr., right on the bumper of Joey's car. Now, those of us that work at OPOs or organ procurement organizations like LOPA know how to take care of families that have just lost a loved one. We work hard serving these families every day. NASCAR, well, we were driving into a foreign land. The extent of my NASCAR knowledge was minimal. I had only seen a few wrecks on TV when my husband would call me into the room to replay them or just watch the last few laps of a race. So before I left, I wanted to know as much as I could about Joey and NASCAR so I would be able to capture as much as possible for the podcast. I searched for a glossary of NASCAR terms and I read articles about Texas Motor Speedway. No glossary of NASCAR terms could ever prepare me for what we were about to experience. First, before I tell you about our trip, let me tell you about Joey Gase. You can Google him and find tons of information about his racing career and his passion to educate and register more organ eye and tissue donors. But here's a quick synopsis. Gay started racing at Hawkeye Down Speedway in the track's junior classes in 2001. He won the Track Modified B Championship at Lacrosse Fairground Speedway in 2007 and was the youngest driver to do so. In 2009, he became the youngest driver to win the track's late model championship at Hawkeye Down Speedway, and he graduated from high school in 2011. Gase is now 24 years old and races in both the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series for NASCAR. He is also dedicated to sharing information about registering as an organ, eye, and tissue donor, and here's why. In April of 2011, Joey's mother, Mary Jo, passed away suddenly from a brain aneurysm. She became a donor and helped 66 people with her gifts of life. We caught up with Joey by phone last week to talk to him about his mother and his drive for Donate Life's mission to register donors. Hey, Joey, it's Shalon. How are you? Good. How about yourself? Doing fine. Doing fine. We're, we're kind of reliving our time in Texas. So I want to kind of go back to the beginning whenever you started racing. How did you get started racing? I started racing go-karts when I was eight years old and the reason why I loved racing so much and the reason I wanted to get into it was because my dad raced before before I did but uh, at the just local short track level at a uh, Hawkeye Down Speedway in uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa and I was always around it and always loved it and it was something I always wanted to do. And so you raced in Cedar Rapids and 
you did go-karts up to dirt track and really started making um, some headway. From what I read, you were the youngest driver to win uh, the track modified B championship at lacrosse fairground speedway in 2007. So at what point did you transition from this to, I want to be NASCAR? Yeah, NASCAR was always in my mind of what I wanted to do. And uh, it's funny that you said dirt tracks. Uh, everyone assumes that I raced dirt, especially being from Iowa. It's kind of the dirt capital of the world. But uh, Hawkeye Downs <laughs> was the only asphalt track in Iowa that uh, wasn't wasn't dirt. So uh, since that's where it's from, that's just, just what I did. And uh, like you said, I, I went up at lacrosse during Oktoberfest. And uh, when I was 16, I was the youngest ever to win the late model uh, track championship at, at Hawkeye Downs and still the youngest uh, to do that. And uh, when, when I did that, that's when everything kind of really started the, the takeoff. And uh, I signed with a development team at of Charlotte, which also had a, a truck series team and then just kept proving myself and bouncing one thing from another. And then uh, and when I was the same year, my, my mom passed away and I was, I was 18. I got my, my first then uh, nationwide series start, which is now Xfinity uh, at Iowa Speedway, and uh, I've been been in the series ever since, and been full time since uh, since 2014, and been able to make quite a few Cup Series start, and including this year, and been able to make my first Daytona 500 start this year as as well. So uh, we've been slowly but surely keep on moving in the right direction and, and moving up. You mentioned your mom, Joey, and this is really what we do is we cover organized tissue donation on our podcast. And your mom, Mary Jo, can you tell us her story, please? Yeah, my mom, uh, she passed away, unfortunately, of a uh, stun and brain aneurysm in April of 2011. And when that happened, the, the doctors asked us if she liked to be an organized tissue donor. And uh, we didn't have her driver's license with us at that time because we were in a rush to a hospital and uh, her driver's license was was left at home. And it was something we never really talked about before. But uh, we, she always said that she wanted to be a blood donor. But my mom was, she was really short and really tiny. And there's actually a minimum weight you have to meet to be a blood donor. And she she didn't meet that. But uh, we knew she she wanted to do that. She'd want to be a, a organ donor as well. So uh, we said yes, and later we found out she was able to help save and improve the lives of 66 people, which was just insane to us. Um, we thought maybe it was going to be, you know, two or three people. We we had no idea how the amount of people it could really amount to, and uh, we know how proud she would be to know that. And we've also been fortunate enough to meet two of her recipients so far, uh, one of her kidney recipients and her her liver recipient, and to see how how thankful they were, and but not only them, their entire family, and knowing that if it wasn't for my mom, that they most likely would not be here today was uh, was pretty crazy. That's remarkable. And so, when you say she helped sixty six people, that includes tissue, and was she a cornea donor as well? Yeah, she was an organ eye and, and tissue donor, and that was. That was one thing, too. My mom, she had really bad eyesight, and, and I have really bad eyesight. So we're like, well, when we're going through the process, we're like, we'd, we'd be happy to, but 
I don't think anyone would want her eyes anyway. And, uh, <laughs> of course, they told us, well, someone that's completely blind will, will take anything. And uh, if they have to wear glasses, um, they <laughs> they don't think that will be a big issue, that's for sure. So we, we really had no idea how big of an impact. Uh, she can make. Were you a registered donor prior to this? I was, but I didn't even know about it. And that's part of the reason why I'm doing all I can to help raise awareness for organ donation. Um, of course, a lot of people sign up when they go get their, their driver's license. And I was I just turned 18 at that time. And I had to actually physically take out my wallet and take out my driver's license and and see if I was a registered donor, and and I was, but I just I didn't even remember if I was or not because I feel like unfortunately when they uh, a lot of people go get their driver's license, they're frustrated because maybe they had to wait in line for a long time and they just want to get in and out as quick as they can. So it's something uh, a lot of people don't talk about. And also with our situation, my mom when we went home and found her driver's license. She did already say yes on that. So I don't want people to only just go say yes. I want people to actually also sit down with their loved ones and talk about organ donation and let each other know what their wishes would be. So if they're ever in the same situation my family and I were in, that decision already be made and they would know 100% what they would want. And we couldn't agree more. That's one of the things that we encourage so much is that people have that conversation, not only register, but have that conversation, know what your loved ones would want so that whenever the time comes, it's not a question and you can fulfill those wishes. So at what point, Joey, after your mom passed, did you make the connection with Donate Life? I mean, really, and since then, you have really become such a staunch supporter and advocate for Donate Life. Throughout the country, uh, we see you engaging with organ procurement organizations everywhere you go. At what point did you connect with the Donate Life brand? It all started with the Iowa Donor Network. Mm -hmm. In in 2012, about a year after my mom's passing, I I realized this is something I really wanted to help promote. And at the same time, I was looking for for a sponsor for the uh, Xfinity Series race at Iowa Speedway that year. And I reached out to the local hospital and uh, and told them what I wanted to do and they said unfortunately we can't help you with that but we can put you in connection with someone that we think can and they put me in touch with Iowa Donor Network and and that's who my mom was an, a donor through and uh, they remembered her story very well and they loved my idea and they were they were all for it so that's how that all it all started that that year and uh, ever since then Iowa Donor Network's been teaming up with us every race and they really took me underneath their their arm and uh, put me out to other OPOs and local Donate Life and, and uh, put us in contact with the right people and uh, one thing's led to another and we continue to grow. Uh, and absolutely you do. I see um, now that I'm an official Joey Gase NASCAR fan I feel like I, I didn't realize how far and wide you you have the opportunity to reach people. Um, you are really reaching millions of people at every race where you promote Donate Life. So kudos to you for taking um, on this task and reaching people that have maybe never 
heard of the Donate Life message and what an amazing opportunity to have your mom's name out there and tell her story. It's amazing to hear how many people my mom has made an impact in. I mean, obviously through actually being an organ donor, but not only that, just uh, hearing hearing her story has changed a lot of people's view on organ donation or made people think about it. Um, we've been able to get stories on ESPN and, and Fox and NBC, and it's just, just huge coverage that uh, is just amazing that my mom's been able to do this. It's uh, it's really cool. But not only her, uh, many other donors out there. Um, as you know, we we honor uh, individuals on the car and invite their families to come to the racetrack. And uh, the public see those pictures or handprints on the car. They they stop and look at it because it's pretty rare to have a, a photograph or handprints over a race car. And when they see that, they they want to know why why is that on there and uh they stop and ask and they they look up the donate life website and uh, we get to tell them why it's so important opening up that discussion is what you're all about so we uh don't want to take up too much of your time i know you need to probably get ready for dover i'd like to take personally the opportunity to thank you from the bottom of my heart I know that you made such an impact on the Melton family that weekend. It changed me not only to a NASCAR fan, but it really opened up a whole nother avenue for this family to grow and heal. So we, from Lopa and everybody at our podcast, we thank you so much, Joey. You're really making a big difference out there. We appreciate you. Well, no problem. I'm more than happy to do it. And I appreciate you guys' time and teaming up with me as well. There is no way to convey the sincerity in Joey's eyes when he's face-to-face with you, telling you about his mother, his family, and his passion. He is honest, welcoming, and inclusive, willing to answer my many questions that day. There's people up there. Uh-huh. They're spotters. Oh. So they're telling us what's going on on the track and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, we can also talk to the rest of the crew down on here. He has a job to do, but he never loses focus on what he deems important. He seeks out the Melton family throughout the day, making sure that they are having a good time and are taking in all the sights and sounds while not missing out on any important events. The day was a whirlwind and started early with the family. We had brought along a special bear for James Jr. It was a -a Build-A-Bear with a recording of his dad, James Sr.'s heartbeat. James Jr. carried that bear with his daddy's heartbeat all day. We gathered together the group and trekked inside the massive racetrack that is Texas Motor Speedway. The Meltons luckily knew where to go and what to see. They taught us so very much about what was going on in the garages as we navigated into this new environment. The family was remarkable. We all stopped when we saw Joey's car with James Sr.'s picture. You could feel the pride pouring from this family, and his young son had his daddy's heartbeat right there with him. Then we found Joey in a sea of drivers, cars, and crews. He told us all about the layout of the track and talked about what it was like to be a driver and told us some of the safety gear that's required when he drives. 
Our seats are literally built around us. Um, we have more seat belts, and we have a Hans device now that sits on your shoulders. Your seat belts go over that, and the Hans connects to your helmet and limits your head from going so far. So if you have a hard impact like that, it's supposed to stop you from hitting your head on your, on your steering wheel or, or anything like that. You have a headrest that goes all the way around you. Now the walls, like if you watch it on TV in slow motion, we have something called safer barriers. So there's a cement wall, then there's a safer barrier. And when you hit the wall, it actually absorbs a lot of the energy. Joey gave us a tour of his car hauler and showed everyone his Donate Life racing suit, extra car, and engines. He brought me to pit road for race qualifying, and Joey even took James Jr. and his grandfather with him to the driver's meeting where they could meet all the other drivers that were racing that day. If you've never been to a NASCAR race, it's louder than you can imagine. Hence the reason why I don't have a lot of audio from that day. It's more exciting and thrilling than I ever dreamed. The rumbling of the engines shake you to the core, and those cars go by faster than your heart can race. The excitement of it all is absolutely the most exhilarating thing I've ever experienced. We got to walk right onto the actual racetrack and James Jr. wrote his name on the starting line. The family took photos, and we stood on the track as Joey was announced right before the race. Joey then scooped up James Jr. and his bear for a ceremonial lap around the track. You could really feel the excitement. We stood with Joey by his car and said the Pledge of Allegiance and cheered him into his car. Then we all walked to Joey's pit for the beginning of the race. By the time the drivers were roaring into their fifth lap, our beautiful donor family was saying their goodbyes to us. This dear family had a full day honoring their hero and I truly believe it's a day that they will reflect on with awe and pride forever. Their hero, James Sr., was on a national stage for all the world to see. He was always a hero to them, and because of one very special NASCAR driver, Joey Gase, their hero was seen by millions. Saving lives through organ, eye, and tissue donation is a gift. It is a gift to those whose lives are saved. It is a gift to the families of those heroes whose legacy of life continues on. It is a gift to everyone that hears their stories. It is a gift to those of us who get to tell those stories. It is a gift to be inspired. Our Lori says, do something you wouldn't normally do to help make life happen. This experience was something I would not normally do to help make life happen. And now, even more than before, because of this experience with the Melton family and Joey Gase, I couldn't be more proud to do this important work, be a small part of the Gifted Life podcast, and be a NASCAR fan.
Shalon did a great job talking about James Melton Sr. and his family. So at this point in the podcast, we'd like to share more about James and his story from his family's perspective. And this story comes from his family. James is the youngest of six kids, three boys, three girls. He loved racing and spending time with his son, doing the things they enjoyed, which included racing, hunting, karate, basketball, and racing. We blame our dad for all that racing and the older brothers. It's their fault. James was your typical little brother that drove you crazy, but we can't bear to be without. He would do anything and everything to help his friends and family, and he would do anything and everything to his friends and family to make them laugh, make them feel a little bit better, or make things a little easier. He'd tell the corniest of jokes to get us older kids back for all the razzing we do to him because he was the youngest, and mom and dad let him get away with everything. They were the worst jokes, but man, they were funny. He had the most beautiful blue eyes that would sparkle with mischief and the biggest, brightest smile usually got bigger when he told those corny jokes. Even in James's last days, he did something for others by being an organ donor, knowing that his life has saved others provides some comfort. Maybe he was able to save someone else's brother's life to give their family a little bit more time together on this earth. It's something my family and I would give anything to have. You can read more about James on our Heroes page located at lopa.org. And let's pause to say thank you to James for the gift of life. That was amazing. Good job, Shalon. Shalon's our producer. Sent her out on location. She brought us this story. I could feel the emotion. She took me there. Ah. That was amazing. Yeah, it was such an amazing story. She did a great job. And I want to know, you know, so I'm out for like one episode and you guys send <laughs> other people to do. Uh, Changing you know, it up the, here on the, the Dallas. <laughs> and we used your money. So. <laughs> it was great. It, it was great. Well. It was great. It's always so special to have someone like Joey Gase, someone who's known you know, in NASCAR to give back. Of course, his mom being a donor and, and him able to meet up with recipients and to see what he's done through the past few years, especially with the Iowa Donor Network, you know, our partners there in Iowa, but also with James Jr. and the family there. It was just a fantastic, you know, way to give back to the community. And what a great way to get this message out to thousands of individuals right. who may otherwise never even thought about it. And That's just right. for Joey yeah, having the opportunity to recognize what his mom did to help others through the gift of life, mm-hmm. and then for the opportunity of James's family to be able to go and see him recognized by Joey must have just been an awesome experience. And I can only imagine how much that really, really meant to them. Yeah, and not just to the Melton family, but we know of other families that either the hero will be placed on the car or they got an invite to go out and meet him and experience that. And that is incredible. One person making a difference, guys. I love that. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this special segment. We want to hear from you. Info at lopa.org. We hope you enjoyed it. And we hope that you choose to follow his lead. Go out and do something today that you don't normally do to help us make life happen. You can do it. This is a production of the Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency, or LOPA. The Gifted Life is hosted by Lori Steele, Joey Boudreau, and Sally Gentry. 
Our producers are Kirsten Hines and Shalon Caraway. We are recorded, engineered, and mixed in our Metairie, Louisiana studio by Troy Perez.